0: Man. Thanks, Brad. Hello, everyone. <coughs> Am I on? Am I switched on? I put the mic on upside down, so Ben actually had to come and tell me to flip it around. So I was going—I was obviously Britney Spears this side, but Tim Morris this side. So, I, I might—I might walk around a little bit. It's a bit blindly blinding up on there on the stage. Um, I just—I felt so—I I really over this uh, over this break of, of two weeks, um, and that was quite a, quite a long break. But it was—it was. It was certainly a time for me, I was just able to really listen, uh, listen and, and hear God's voice for the year ahead, and I just feel so stirred up, you know, I just have had that, um, uh, is it some some 118, I think, 118, uh, I think I can't remember, but this is the day, some uh, 118, yeah, 24, this is the day the Lord has made, rejoice and be glad in it, and I was thinking, wow, 2024, and there's some like a uh, quite very straightforward facts is that 24, 2024 is going to be a year like any other year before in history. And we could just mean that really mundanely because it's a new year and you don't know what's going to happen. Or it could be just the most inc- amazing, incredible year. And I'm a believing, I am believing God for this being a significant time. Uh, 2024 being just, uh, 2023 felt like a, a year where certainly I was kind of put through the Meat grinder, a few times it feels like, and um, and but but actually, there was in the crushing and the pressing, there was new wine made, and I felt for a lot of people actually in the church, it, it's been it was this season of equipping that's come through and coming into 2024, and I, I just feel so stirred, I feel so stirred in my heart, and um, I think it just really, I think it just really being a year like where God wants to come was the kind of move and I feel like this. we've got to just step into something new yeah. don't leave it to don't look to the left or to the right or don't don't think that someone else is going to do it you know just take take the opportunity I've really felt like this thing seize the day seize the moment that's carpe diem which is seize the day or pluck the fruit while it's ripe yeah. and uh, just take that take that moment the opportunity but I just pray so Lord would you come and have your way in us come and have your way God come and shape us and mould us Lord use us as vessels for your purposes God Lord in our weakness that you would be our strength but thank you Father that you have equipped us Lord you've given us authority I thank you Lord for what you will do this year Lord and we just pray for boldness and courageousness coming into 2024 Father in your wonderful name we pray Jesus Amen so I um I think I, I've been, I mean, Brad maybe shared a little bit about it, but I was talking with him on the phone a few days ago, and it, and it was a thing of, like, Brad, Brad feeling this new expectation and a fresh perspective coming into this new year, and I'd, I'd really felt the same thing. And I'd, again, it's really coming back to that. It, don't waste an opportunity. Don't waste a moment. And what I want to speak on today is, like, really a, a just a, a, a hope that God will grip your hearts. Not from a place of condemnation, but from a place of just urgency. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's a wonderful day. I'm so grateful to be alive, but I have no guarantee of tomorrow. Yeah. I cannot guarantee tomorrow. You know, I, I, I don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know what could happen tomorrow. And, I, and I've been reminded of this simple gospel that we've got. We've got a simple gospel, simple good news. This, 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 this message for our friends, for our families. There's just so many. I feel so many. I feel perishing. Uh, I feel suffering because they don't have the freedom that's in Jesus. They don't know His goodness. They don't know His amazing and wonderful love. So um, I just, I, 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 I'd rather you know. I'd rather doing it out of a uh, wanting to know the deep love of the Father. You know, we really want to do it from this place of compassion and love you know we're we're, we're 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 sharing this good news not because we feel we have to or we feel we have to do it to get to heaven we think oh I ought to do that as a Christian I ought should you know it's actually from a place of Jesus I see broken people I see utter utter brokenness I see those just gripped with anxiety and fear and pain and depression and we have this answer we have the best news that they could ever hear yeah. And let's seize the moment. Let's take that opportunity. So I wanted to, um, I didn't actually uh, brief Ben, so I'm hoping he's got Matthew 28 ready. <laughs> I should have some water, please. So we've got 28, 19 and 20. Can you show both those verses? <laughs> ben would say that about me, I'm sure. <laughs> no, no. So... Therefore, uh, this is just before, obviously just before I, so I'm very familiar with this, uh, many of you will be, but Jesus is just about to go up to heaven, and it says, last, the great commission. And, uh, and he says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Thank you, my love. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. And teaching them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I'm with you always to the very end of the age. So therefore, go and make disciples of all nations. Go and make disciples of all nations. Uh, It's just so on my heart. I've been so, i just so encouraged by that as I've been dwelling on it. And uh, so if we have, and then Mark 16, verse 15. They've got to get get ready really quick. Again, so at the end of Mark 16, the commission from Jesus again, but we really with a focus on. I'll read it. I'll come so, and he said to them, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. And these signs, uh, and these signs will accompany those who believe. In the and in, in, in my name they will drive out demons." They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes with their hands, and they will drink deadly poison. It will not, not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on sick people, and they will get well. I hope that we don't—we're not unknowingly drinking deadly poison, but but we're okay from that as well. <laughs> but I, this, this commission. I just, I, really I want that to grip your hearts for this year. Let's go to the nation. Let's. I, I just have this. So go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And then, in, therefore, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father the Son and the Holy Spirit. And we had uh, we had the blessing of, of uh, we've had the blessing of uh, various baptisms over the last few years. And who's in this church coming to Christ? You know, not knowing Jesus at all before, and it's just amazing. There is so uh, it's it's just so exciting, and it fills me with such joy, um, and such rejoicing. So I've got this uh, this really thing of that, that commission. It's like you could think of um, what does commission mean? Commissioning. I remember as an apprentice, um, I used to repair dishwashers in pubs and clubs and bars, and it'd be in these like really just like greasy floors, and I have to go and and I and I'd, and I'd just install this new dishwasher, and I'd have to pull the old one out as part of it. It's covered in grime and muck, and there'd be like cockroaches. Often like rats and anyway, I, I remember you'd have to put a new machine in. So that wasn't necessary, maybe the rats and cockroaches. But I remember going you'd have to commission a new machine. So you'd get this new machine and I'd have to check it all, I'd have to make sure it all works. And uh, I'd go and then, and then I'd train the customer on how to use it. And then it's ready to go and it's like a commissioning it's good. So, but I was thinking more of like what Jesus meant when he meant commissioning. It's like an assignment. It's like a, a duty, you could say. It's it's like he's he's commissioned us. He's saying, "Come on, go and do it. I've given you everything you need. We've got all we need in the Word, I, and that's go forth." Yeah. And and we've got this this, this commissioning from Jesus. And I'd on my heart actually, um, and again uh, for an urgency. And I don't want to be at all condemning in this, but I remember my uh, I remember there was a a good friend of mine who. Um, he, I, I knew him for many years, and he was, he, he was just such a unique guy. He was, I mean, I think I know electronics a little bit, but he was like the absolute wizard, you know. Of, he knew so much of uh, about. And he was just such an intelligent guy. But he's, he was, he was quite the atheist. You know, he really didn't, he didn't believe there was any god at all. He didn't believe in, uh, you know, any great power. And I, that, to be perfectly honest with you, it was maybe about fifteen years ago. 10, 15 years ago. I just didn't have the courage to go and talk to him. I, I would, I, I'd speak to him all the time, sorry, but to really start that discussion, I'd like try to maybe once and it was just, it, you know, and I thought, oh no, I'm not going to go there again. And he, I knew him for a number, you know, maybe five or six years. And then one day on the way home from work, he was just killed on his motorbike. Killed immediately. And I remember getting a phone call f- from my friend in the middle of the night you know, waking me up and saying, Matt, Matt's, he's he died. He was in a, in a crash. I just couldn't believe it. And I remember, and I went, and then he, him, Frank came and his girlfriend, and they came to my house, and she just said to me, Tim, you're a Christian. Where's Matt? Is he in heaven? And I was like, oh my goodness. Like, i have just dealing with the news of him dying, and then she's challenged me with this, and I was like, I don't know. I really, on my heart, I say, I don't know. And, and I, I don't, I don't punish myself for not doing that. You know, I know we're, we're under grace, but I think, God, if I could wind back the time, if I would have known that the last time I saw him, that would be the last, that day when I was at work with him and I left and then he left after me and that would be the last time I ever saw him again. You know, I think, wow, I should what what, you just don't know what tomorrow can bring. And, and, and that was, um, that was a, as a really hard one to bear, the, deal, the, the, the thought of him, and I don't know where he's going. And I just pray, I, ho- I pray that in those last moments that, he, he, that maybe from a conversation we'd had, maybe he would have given his life to Jesus. I just pray, but I don't know. And I think, and I just, and it really changed me after that thinking, do you know what, this could be the last time that I see my dear friend. You know? And I've got loads of friends who don't know Jesus, and I just, I love them so dearly. And I really, I, I, I really want them to know the deep love of Jesus. You know, I want to, them to know the love of the Father. So I want that to be, rather than a place of, oh my goodness, actually go, you know what? This is the day the Lord has made. Let's rejoice. Let's be glad in it. We have good news. We have this really good news. But 2024 is just, don't hold back. It's, it's not a year to be, it's not like a, a year to be timid and uh, or, or shy like I can naturally be. It's actually, just be courageous. Take, um, what did you say in that You said in the prayer, you said about seizing the, the moment, taking every opportunity. Every moment's the right time, did you say? Yeah. That, I think that's absolutely great. And, and Dan, uh, Dan and me said to, to, said to me last year about, uh, we give you permission to share the gospel. I thought that was great. You know, I give you permission. I said it before Christmas. You know, we give you permission to share it. You know, you might upset somebody or you might make them feel a bit uncomfortable, but you know, we have this good news and it will set people free. You know, uh, uh, like what better, what, what greater thing can we share somebody with that? So, And I was, um, I was actually talking with a neighbor of mine as well. And um, he was really talking to me about suffering and saying, Tim, I don't know how God can allow suffering. And, and uh, I was really thinking deeply about it. And this is quite a long dialogue. Didn't come just straight in with this. But I really was reminded of the story of the rich man and Lazarus. Um, so if it's in, it's in Luke, this is Luke 16. <laughs> Sorry, they're going to get it really quick. Verses 19 through to 31. There we go. I'll start reading. Oh, here we go. Look at that. Well done. There was, so there was a rich man who was dressed in purple and fine linen and lived in luxury every day. At his gate was laid a beggar named Lazarus, covered with sores and longing to eat what fell from the rich man's table. Even the dogs came and licked his sores. Pretty, pretty grim picture. Uh, the time came when the beggar died and the angels carried, carried him to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. In Hades, where he was in torment, he looked up, um, he looked up and saw Abraham far away with Lazarus by his side. So he, so he called to him, Father Abraham, have pity on me and send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue because I'm in agony in this fire. But Abraham replied, Son, remember that in your lifetime you received your good things while Lazarus received uh, bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in agony. And besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm that's been set in place so that those who want to go from, uh, from here to you cannot, nor can anyone cross over from there to us. So he answered, He answered, then I beg you, Father, send Lazarus to my family, for I have five brothers. Let him warn them so that they, may, so, so that they will not also come to this place of torment. Abraham replied, they have Moses and the prophets. Let them, uh, let them listen to them. No, Father Abraham, he said. But if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. He said to him, if they do not listen to Moses and the prophets, they will not be convinced, even if somebody rises from the dead. I was... I was really thinking about that a bit deeper. And in, in, my, in, in my conversation with my neighbor, I was thinking, you know, if you, look at, if, you look at Lazarus, if you look at Lazarus, he really suffered in this life, but he's got eternity. This eternity in heaven. And I wonder what that looks like looking back. Imagine if you were not bound by time, that you are in eternity. What would this lifetime look like? It would be a tiny blip. It would be a tiny blip. You know, and looking from perspective, and I was trying to say to Andy, like, I don't, I don't know. Suffering is so tough, but one thing I do know is that I believe that there's a God in heaven. I believe that He loves us. He sent His Son to die for us, and we have freedom if we believe in Him. And 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 I was saying that what will life look like looking back on this time here? Yeah. And how different would it be looking back? You know, and I was thinking of the rich man in 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 in, in Hades in torment, looking at that. Please just dip. Dip your finger in water and cool my tongue. You know, and I was really just feeling, you know, I felt that for friends and neighbours and so many that I know that don't know that. And I was, I was just thinking, wow, Lord, please let 2024, what would revival look like? You know, we, we read of revival, what does it look like? What, what is, what's it like practically? What, pray for practical things in your heart. God, come and revive my heart. Come and revive it. Come and do a new work in me. Don't look to someone else. You know, Moses said, send someone else, Lord, but Lord the Lord chose Moses. You know, I think just don't it's not someone else, it's you. God's, God's equipped you. And I had some some points to go through. Hopefully I haven't jumped across from there. Um So how can we be affected this year? I haven't actually I was gonna start a timer, but I didn't i like this. Make sure I don't go on too long. There's no one asleep yet. Yeah, it's good. I remember there was this guy in this church, in our church when he was growing up, not this church. So yeah, I'm not naming and shaming anyone. But uh, the, the pastor was, was preaching and he, uh, and he suddenly, um, and there was this guy who was just asleep at the back. And suddenly he went, there's a mouse! <laughs> He's completely asleep. There's a mouse! And then everyone was like, whoa! And then he, you could see he was like, <laughs> yep, he'd been fast asleep. Dreaming of mice there we go. Back to, let's bring it back in line. Here we go. So I had actually six points. And um, so one, I was just thinking about six points for helping us to be effective this year. And uh, one was know who we are in Christ. I know so we, many, many of you do, um, but just a reminder of, uh, of, you know, we're children of God. And it says in Galatians 3 uh, that in Christ Jesus, you're all children of God through faith. You know, and we... Uh, you know we're sons, and we're in this sonship. We have this, we have this, we have this great inheritance, and we and and we're we're clothed in in royal robes. You know we have a ring of authority. You think of like the prodigal son. He's got the royal, he's got the robe on him. He's got the ring of authority. He's got shoes on his feet. You know we've been, uh, you know we we've got this, this, this sonship. And then I think of point two, which is saved by grace. So Ephesians two verses eight. Uh, so Ephesians two verse eight. For it is by grace you've been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves; it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. So you can't earn His love; uh, you can't earn His love. Nothing you can ever do, you can ever. No matter how many people you go and preach the gospel to, or how many friends you just sneak in a conversation about Jesus, uh, it doesn't. It does that. That won't save you. You know, knowing knowing that we're saved by grace and grace alone, not by works. And I can't stress that enough. We we to be. Um, to be in this place of security of, of sonship, just being secure we're sons you know and I know we'll you this the term is actually the sonship, and i didn 't said this before about uh, about women and men, but we 're all actually sun we 're all in that sonship you know we 're all children of God men men and women so don 't live in condemnation don 't live in that place of condemnation i don 't want you to come don 't hear what i 'm not saying through through this message, and point three I had uh, we are to be smelly ambassadors. So hopefully if there's just one thing you take, we're smelly ambassadors. So what I mean by that is, so Second uh, Corinthians 5, uh, we, are therefore God, we are therefore Christ's ambassadors, uh, as though God were making his appeal through us. So for those of you who might not know who an ambassador is, you know, they're, they're, uh, they're an official representative uh, of a king or, or government. So, um, you know, I was thinking of the funny thing like being a sales rep. You know, there's like sales reps that go around. We're not like a cheesy sales rep, but we represent Christ. You know, wherever we go, we represent the kingdom. He dwells in us and we're a representative of him. And then the smelly part was, we're a fragrant aroma. (laughs) We must say, if I come to this bit. So, um, 2 Corinthians uh, 2, 2, verses 15 17. For For we... are to God the pleasing aroma of Christ among those who are being saved and those who are perishing. So the one we're an aroma that brings death to the other we're an aroma that brings life. So we represent God and we smell in the process. <laughs> so we should be naturally smelly. And um, interestingly, it was like referring to the bad smell and the good smell, but uh, you know, I'm sure hygiene, I'm encouraging good hygiene. Um, but I, I, I always really think about just living a life you know, living this life is sincere, <coughs> authentic, not yeah. being fake. You know, I know the things that's real radical relational of True Life Church, but be authentic, you know, and just be buying, uh, by being authentic, by by just spending a little bit of time in God's Word and in prayer, yeah. you'll smell, you have this sweet aroma, this fragrance of Christ. Yeah. And I was thinking, wherever we're going, as we're representing Jesus, doesn't matter what we're doing, seize a moment, an opportunity, and use that, you know, I represent the kingdom. I'm an ambassador. Yeah. I've been equipped. I'm an ambassador. I've got authority. Like Dan said, I give you permission to share the gospel. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and then point four, everyone's still with me? Still with me. I'm really struggling to see you, and I'm back up on the stage there. So, Luke 9. We have authority. So this is Luke 9, verse, uh, verse 9. So, when Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. And he sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. So, we've been given that same authority and that power. And God hasn't changed the same yesterday, today, and forever. And we have this authority, so we're we we're, we're christ's ambassadors, and we have this authority from high, from from on high and i've yeah you know, i've you know i've heard some amazing testimonies and and um friends share amazing things and i i we've got some amazing testimonies even in this church and i uh, oh, I want us to own more in this this coming year you know, to be to to be stories of just incredible uh, of just uh, of the prophetic, of, of going into somebody just walks into a random chip shop for some reason and they decide they need to buy somebody some chips or, you know, they, just let, <laughs> let Christ come and speak, uh, come and speak to us and let's hear his voice. You know, and I know that Paul, some uh, Paul and Gail's hearts to do a bit of training into hearing God's voice and using this prophetic ministry, but I, I th- there's something of us stepping in, uh, just stepping into this new and, and believing God for great things. You know, if he if he did create us and he and and he created this world and, and that's what we believe, then he is capable of anything. Yeah. And we read what, what we read in the in the letters in the gospels, the amazing miracles that happened. I just desire and hunger for those. I want that to be the hunger of our hearts. So that was we have authority. Five. Encourage one another and build one another. I know there's this guy, Leon, Is my friend's dad. He's singing, Encourage one another and build one another. Up. Encourage one another. And you okay. go, Build, 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 build. You know, I used to love singing this song as, as, as a kid. But I've always remembered that, yes. Yeah, Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Yeah, I've got some encouragement. There you go, look there, look, Ben, he's living it out. <laughs> encouragement. But really, encourage, encourage the body of Christ. There is, there's nowhere near enough encouragement in this world. You know, we live in a world where that, that can put us down. Um, and I was even, I was, I was talking to Leroy last night, actually, about sharing. And, and he was saying that it was just it was kind of like different for him growing up, completely different for me. It was like the opposite for me. You know, he felt like it was much more normal to be a Christian growing up. And, and, and I, I was, do you know, what? I, I think I was probably the only person um, I was certainly in, in all my classes I was the only person I remember being being a Christian and I remember my teacher telling me that I was stupid you know and having them an argument with them about faith and it was being so atheist it was like everyone would take every opportunity to argue with me about Jesus like they wouldn't oh you believe in god that's stupid and I was saying that I by the grace of God, I managed to avoid bullying, and I, I don't really know how. But I remembered I was quite shy, and I, but I'd still talk about Jesus, and I, I, um, you know, and I would still be there. I remember the teacher going like, uh, "I actually remember my first day of college, and be like, the, the um, the, the, going um, anyone in here a Christian?" And I went, <laughs> just the room went really quiet, and everybody stared at me. And uh, but I, I remember growing up, I wasn't, I didn't have. I didn't have lots of encouragement around. We had this great youth group and a youth leader, but in my day-to-day living, it was, it was, like, a, it was like an onslaught, I remember, you know, just being attacked because I believed in, in Jesus. And, and with encouragement, being in a place here that you can come and encourage is so amazing. And that's always been a part of the heart in True Life Church was this encouragement. Just encourage, encourage. I can't tell you enough. Just call out the gold. Call out the gold in one another. Just take that, take that moment, and again, it could be the last time you see that person. You don't know. And might just use it, around, use it in your workplace. They don't have to be, don't just do it for being saved. Just say, you know what? It might be working for someone She's Like actually, thank you. You, know, you, offer, you offer to make me a cup of tea every day, and I turn you down. But <laughs> you, you know, it might be something like that. You offer to make me a cup of tea every day. Oh, thank you for that. That's yeah. that's so nice. And and I find that when you do stuff like that, people go, oh. Yeah, okay, no, that's all right. <laughs> you know, and just actually encouraging. So just we can be these barnabas, like the sons just be like this this sons and daughters of encouragement. So point six. I'm gonna have another sip of water. Here we go. So first uh first Lessonians, uh five verses sixteen and eighteen. Rejoice always, pray continually. Uh, rejoice always pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus rejoice always pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances you know and I I think of that when I think I I think of Zelna when I think of when I I do that actually as well as well as Jesus of course because that's the holy thing to do but Zelna's just got this heart of prayer yeah. She is a prayer warrior. And, and we've got a lot to learn from, from those who can pray at just this persistent prayer. And, uh, and I, was thinking about, um, I was thinking about in Luke 11, um, in Luke 11, 11 verse 5, keeping these guys very busy. Um, then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me and I have no food for him. And suppose, uh, and suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked and my children and I are in bed. And I can't, and, and I can't get up, and I can't give you anything. And then it says, I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of your friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. And I was thinking about us when we're praying. I mean, like, oh. like knocking. Just keep going. There's no answer. Come on, get up. <laughs> not like that. But you know, when we're praying, when we're praying, keep like that, not that knocking. Pray persistently. Pray persistently, and it's like we're knocking away at that door, yeah. and just keep knocking at that door. And I come to this year, and in this time of in this time of fasting, whatever you whatever you choose to be fasting from, actually be intentional. Be really intentional. That's a, uh, you know, because I can honestly say, in times of fasting I've done before, it's kind of like it has you know, Zella put these really helpful. Things. I encourage if you haven't read what what's sent out Zella is, um, it can just be like a diet. You know, we can just do this diet and you can kind of just be going through this diet. But if you're not making time, you're not being intentional in and yeah. giving him time, it's just pointless. You know, I feel like, what's, what, what's the point? You may as well just go on a health kick yeah. in January. But if you just use that time, sow so in some time during the day and go, you know what? Even if just start small, but, or start big if you really want to, But <laughs> like Brad's New Year's goals. Um, Use some. Sorry, Brad. Yeah, you know, sorry, Brad. <laughs> Brad. You know, you're you're such a determined guy. You know, I'm going to use that encouragement. You're such a great guy, though. No? Um, you really are, though. So um, I'll just think that. Pray persistently. Rejoice always. Pray continually, yeah. and give thanks in all circumstances. So a quick recap: six points. I hoping that I did. I actually wrote a seventh one. Um, which I, I will find out which one it was if I missed it. But go and make <laughs> disciples of all nations. We're all sons, heirs of the promise. We're saved by grace. We're not bound by chains of shame or condemnation. We're smelly ambassadors. Yeah. Indeed, we're smelly ambassadors. Um, we've been given authority by Jesus. And we must encourage one another. And we must pray. So, really. Cherish, cherish the moments of this year. Cherish them. Cherish every day. Yeah. Every day. I think I've just started again when I wake up. Oh, I take that breath of the air and I go, Jesus, thank you for another day. Thank yeah. you, thank you for another day. I've been blessed with one more day. Yeah. And let's make the most of that every day. Every day. It could be your last. And I just, I want to say from a time of encouragement, it could be our last, make the just hold friends dearly, hold family close, you know, we're in this beautiful time and this is just a wonderful moment in the church's history and I can't <laughs> tell you enough, it's a wonderful moment and I remember just sharing with Ben and, and, and Betsy just as we, as we came in, I just remember starting out and it being a few of us in our living room, you know, and just seeing like the, the church being so full, it's just, it's amazing. Um, and and there's such just dear friends that I've met, that God's, God's brought along. And I never thought that. I never thought that I would... Um, it's just amazing what God's done. I can't tell you, even through me, and I honestly say, I mean this. God can do what he's done through me. He can do amazing things in any one of you. He really can. You know, and I, I, I just want to really just try and capture this and hold on to it. And in these three weeks, just cherish the moment. Take that time with Jesus. I, I just—I tell you, such. There's just, God's really going to do a big move this year. There's going to be a move, just a powerful move in what God's doing. You know, let's just live live in it. So I just wanna—I just want to actually—I just want to pray a minute and, um, actually one thing before I do pray, I just—if you, I want to encourage you. If there's ways that you think that, actually, I really, I really want to. Start something like um, uh, Garrett and Ben said said to me for ages about go karting, and I was like, you know, what, I'm going to do it. We're going to do go karting. So we did some go karting over Christmas, you know. And I got some I got some mates along. And I was thinking, let's just, uh, it, you know, if there's things that you want to, you think I really, I, I really think we should go and do that. I think it'd be really fun. Uh, I, I think that we can, I could just bring. F- it's like a, uh, I, don't know, I don't know, make like a seek sense of safe place. But there's there's a place you can bring in um, that friends can come in and they can just they can know this community they can know the authentic hearts uh, that we have as a church um you know we have this heart of authenticity and if there's ways i want to encourage you in your life groups please just make this the year don't leave it to someone else to arrange if you feel it on your heart then just come to us and then let's 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 make things happen let's be this make it be a year of action you know not for leaving it to somebody else but actually god's given you authority each and every one of you so Let's pray. Jesus, we oh thank you so much. You're glorious. You're awesome in power. Thank you, Lord, that you use us in our weakness, that you're our strength. You're our strength. <laughs> you've given us authority. Lord, you've given us so many good things. Jesus, I I just I pray now that it would just be just captured in hearts today, Father. There would be in hearts they would just capture that urgency urgency and 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 not wasting any moment not wasting moments not wasting opportunities lord and would we just long to spend time with you lord would we love that time with you would we love that time with you father and if and if we struggle with that time and you ask would would there would, would there just be such a shift coming in this season, even over these next three weeks, would there be this adoration of you in our, in our time? Actually wanting to make sacrifices of, you know what, I'm not going to go on the Xbox for an hour. Jesus, I'm going uh, I'm, I'm to read your word. I'm going to pray. I'm going to worship you. Lord, would there be a real shift, a shift in our hearts? Lord, come and speak to every single person here in this room. Should I just en- encourage you actually where you are? If you don't mind, do you want to just stand up? Let's just stand and pray together. And we're going to go into a time of communion, just, um don't who he was doing, is that? Okay, oh, communion after, okay. Well, I just wanted to, just take a moment to spend, uh, to to pray, and this is young and old alike. Don't think, you know, I was saying, even for you, even for, uh, for young guys at school, like, I, actually there's, I don't know exactly what it's like to be in your shoes at school obviously, but, but sharing like, certainly from me growing up, I feel like there is a, a difference. There's different pressures that you face, but it's interesting the shift in actually in atheism. You know, it seems like there is a shift coming away from it, and there's actually a, it's different challenges that you're facing. And, um, but we've got this great thing where it's this actually this world's, it's turned upside down a little bit, and it's, we're able, I think we're able to share more than we have ever before. You know, without being somebody shouting. You know, without my teacher shouting at me. And I don't know, but I just want to want to encourage you. Don't don't be bound by fear. Yeah. So let's pray. If you if you want to, as as I pray, um, if you want to, if you want to, you can open your hands, open or just like surrender. you were surrendering to Jesus, not to me. Um, so I'm just gonna pray again. Gee, yeah, Carl, do you mind playing? Do you want to just play something here? Thank you, Father, that you have given us authority. We have authority. And I just take captive, Lord. We take captive every thought that says, Lord, every fear that's binding our hearts, every bit of fear. Would there be courageousness and boldness in hearts? Lord, like never before, like we've never seen before. I believe you. I believe you, Lord. You are good. You are good. You are good. Thank you for that good news. Thank you for that good news. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you are the God of heaven, that you love us. And we surrender wholeheartedly to you. We die to ourselves. We take up our cross and we follow you every day, every day. Lord. Lord die to ourselves we take off our cross and I follow you Father I just I, I, I pray now for I pray for yes, your heavenly anointing just we pray for your heavenly fire in this place in this room Lord I pray for the opening of prophetic in the workplace in the schools Lord would we hear your voice would we take that time to hear your voice would we ta- make that space for you so we can hear your voice we can know to discern your thoughts from our thoughts Father Lord, would that be? would there be a real shift coming? Lord, I know it, I know it. Thank you, Jesus. Oh we trust you, we put our trust in you. We surrender, we surrender to you, King Jesus. King Jesus. King Jesus. Put another yellow, no yellow.